All right, welcome back to another episode of Live from the Leyline. My name is Cameron Porter, and I'm with Avery New as always. How you doing, Avery? I'm great. Good, sir. How are you? I am great. Good as well, buddy. Yeah, great, good we're as live well. today. We're live. Oh, right on the line. Yeah. Live from it. You yeah. have to be. Wednesday, we're halfway through. Yep. Yep. It's that day. Yeah. And, uh, it's nice. I use Wednesdays as my Fridays. So I like, I always take Wednesdays off. And so I have that whole day to kind of, you know, I play league in the nighttime, but have the daytime to hash out whatever I need to do. Sleep in. Hell yeah. Bills and shit. What else? Don't you have like a don't you have Mondays off or something weird like that too? I it depends sometimes. So usually I'll either have Tuesday, Wednesday, or I'll have Wednesday, Thursday off. Okay. Those two. And it's nice I'll have like two days off in the middle of the week. Yeah. Um, and lately they've been giving me Saturdays off too, which is Hell yeah. For the Hell boys. Yeah. <laughs> love to hear it. Love to hear it. Yeah, buddy. How have you been since we talked to Brandon? Oh, good. Yeah. Working out hard. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Lord. I want to get into Ted. streaming, bro. Dude, do it. I really want to. Do it. Let's do it. Let's fucking stream and talk like. Let's stream and then talk about other video games while we're streaming. Okay. We're not allowed to talk about the video game we're playing. Right. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be interesting. <laughs> You like want to call out really bad, but you just can't. <laughs> yeah, we're like playing Warzone, but we got to keep going about like <laughs> Mortal Kombat or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that's not a good idea. All right, back to the drawing board. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I had some wings today, and it reminded me of the idea of eating spicy wings while we try and yes, talk to you. we need to do that. I need to talk to Nick. That needs yeah. to be a thing we do because that would be fun, man. We could dial up some like really spicy, deep oh. questions for each other. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna be crying out of my mouth and my eyes and my nose. Oh yeah. Um, I I'm not. I do okay with a reasonable amount of spice, but serious spice hurts my day. Right. Ruins yeah. my whole day. I remember I oh, used yeah. to work at this like pizza place, and they would make wings and shit too. Yeah. Um, it was Russo's in Glenwood. Yeah. And they had this Carolina Reaper. It was like a peach Reaper wing sauce. Yeah. And my boss would let me, he would like make me try the peach reaper paste that he would get before he adds it to the sauce. And the sauce is hot. And there's like a little bit of paste in all the sauce. Damn. And he like let me try that condensed version. Dude, it seriously made me like sick. Like, like my Ill. stomach yeah. hurt. I had like an allergic reaction. My body was yeah. like, that's poison. Yep. You're eating something that will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like I mean... crying out of my neck. Shit like that can put you down for days. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, don't want to eat. I wonder stuff. if anybody's died that way. I'm sure. I think so. Yeah. I think you can have bad reactions and it can just actually like um, destroy your stomach lining. That makes a lot of sense. You get a bunch of ulcers. Yeah. That'd be an interesting thing to look into. Oh my God. Um, all right. I thought it would be fun to kind of do a switch up. We've been super deep in uh, the political and as we should be, we always right. talk about, uh, you know, demons and the elite and stuff like that. So I thought a little fun switch up. Um, the world of Nazis yes. has um, always been expanding in a uh, obtaining knowledge state of mind. 
you know, like, um, th like for example, this really big show came out not too long ago, maybe a few years, called Finding Hitler. And, I mean, just the mystery behind <laughs> the freaking Nazis and stuff like that is just so deep, and people learn about it every day. And yeah. so, that being said, I learned something recently that I thought would be really fun to talk about because I highly doubt very, very many people know about this. But, um, okay, so... Hitler takes over Germany, right? He becomes the whatever you want to call him. I don't even know what they refer to him as other than, you know, Le, Le Fleur or whatever. But Yeah, um, so there's like Fuhrer, and at first he was – I'm pretty sure he was like a chancellor or something like that. He like yeah. came up through the political system. So it's not like he just grabbed Germany by force. He very strategically through political advancements worked yeah. his way up and then seized control. Totally. Yeah. So um, the story I'm going to talk about is right before they actually even got fully involved in World War II and everything like that. So there's a guy named Heinrich Himmler. Have you yeah. heard that name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, he was obviously like way up there, right hand man. He was kind of on like a Warner von Braun type level Nazi yeah. commander type guy. And so, so he's who created the SS. Yeah, he created the SS. The yeah. uh, help me with this, the Staffel Stufel, something like that. I yeah. don't fucking know. I it's just basically know, just the, I know SS yeah. is just Nazi shit. Yeah, yeah. It's what the just hell basically they call the... it? We're, we sound like a couple of idiots. It's there's okay. People, I have it. There's um, history buffs screaming into their fucking mics right now. That's all right. Um, it's because we don't know how to pronounce it. I have it right here. It's the sh it's the Schutz Stoffel. That's what oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. Um. Dropping stickers. <sighs> Get you some. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, baby. Anyways, crazy shit. So he was obsessed with um, their ancient roots. And um, a, a term for that is used uh, Aryan. Have you heard Aryan before? Mm -hmm. And so to sum that up, I think it's just basically a group of uh, indigenous people that were ancient and that's what they classified themselves based on a language that they spoke i believe well and the skin color they, they were white Aryan okay. is like white it's okay. the blue blonde Aryanism is what they call it and that's gotcha. essentially what hitler and his his cabinet were using as the um what the hell would you even call it like the frame that they were judging people by if you fit into totally. this you can stay like the blue eye blonde hair type thing okay exactly so okay, that's Aryans. what I was a little confused on because when I just typed in the word Aryan, it like gave me a whole article about language and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah. Anyway, well, I'm sure they had their own language too, but it's and they're probably it's 2023, so they're pussyfooting. But it's right. it's for sure about race. It's okay. white people. Okay, so he Heim, Heimlich Himmler was obsessed with that stuff. Heimlich, and so Heimlich, <laughs> yeah. He uh he started to develop um basically these towns and whole civilizations of where um he would take Aryan women and have Aryan men marry them and he was basically trying to just create purebred Aryans just like how Hitler their overall goal right yeah what I'm getting to is he was so obsessed with like this ancient like roots of them being like enlightened powerful people that uh he set up a you know, expedition for his soldiers and other high-ranking Nazi officials to go and search for basically Norse relics mm. and artifacts. 
and um, he sent people out to Tibet. And That's awesome. that was one of the more famous ones was he sent people to Tibet, um, Tibet, and they would go and measure locals' uh, facial structures and stuff like that. And they came to the conclusion that uh, that's where Aryans settled, literally because of like the dimensions of their nose and stuff like that. Weird. And it was crazy. And so he sent obviously people to like Poland and Iceland and stuff like that as well, mm-hmm. Sweden. And he was specifically looking for um, Mjolnir, which is Thor's hammer. That's awesome. Yeah. That's and awesome. so there's speculation as to if he truly believed that it was a hammer. People think that he was mostly referring to like an ancient weapon of their people that was just a giant electromagnetic weapon that could shut down everything. Wow. And so um, there's no reports on if they ever found anything actually on it. But knowing the Nazis and how deep they would go with their technology and stuff like that, I wouldn't be surprised yes. if they did find stuff, whether it was real or not. Well, and they were on a huge hunt. They were looking for the Holy Grail. They were looking for the Ark of the That's Covenant. That's true. They yeah. were looking for every artifact, I think yes. is what it was. They were just they were trying to find all the magical shit. They were on yes. this like mystical hunt. Yeah, you know, and I think that's a lot of what World War II was for, and that's what the yeah. Nazis were pushing for. People chalk it up to say that, you know, and I do believe this is partly true, but they say that the Nazis were only fighting an oppressive system of Jewish control in these banking families. Right. But I think it's a lot deeper than that. And um, it's cool that you bring up Thor's hammer with Heinrich Himmler because with him creating the SS, the SS symbol, it's two lightning bolts. Yeah. Um, yep. And I think that just goes to show his affinity for Thor. Oh, camera got all fucked up. That's all right. Um, but it's very interesting. He was, he, I think he believed that he was a descendant of Thor. Yeah. They believed that these deities that they talk about were ancient. Um, I think they talked about them as like Atlantean people. Yeah. That bred, that made this like hybrid magic race of humans. Yeah. And then the humans started like, procreating with less evolved ape-like neanderthal creatures which essentially bred out the divinity yep and they were trying to get back to that original divinity yeah so thank you for summing that up because that's that's he was trying to continue that and so just like any other it was literally a cult he was super into occultism and um, into occultism i would argue like I, i did a deep dive about it i don't even know how much hitler really knew about the occult stuff. I think he was used as like a, a talking head yeah. for all these occultists. Yeah. To further Absolutely. their agenda. Yeah. And so just a couple more things that was interesting about it is just like any good cult, uh, Himmler had a a shrine mm-hmm. and it ended up being a castle. And I thought awesome. that was kind of interesting as well. That's awesome. And uh but so another interesting part was um part of this new religion that he was basically trying to push was they full blown were worshiping Odin. They had another word for him, but it meant Odin. Wow. And so I just thought it was so crazy that these all powerful Nazis were out looking for, they also were looking for um, Odin's spear, which could also be argued is the spear of Longinus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For the people that don't know at home, uh, the spear of Longinus was the spear that Jesus was, poked with while he was on the cross yes 
Um, and there's been a lot of cultures that revere that spear. That that was another interesting artifact that, it, and it seems like the Nazis found that artifact. I was doing some deep dive, and I think they actually found that spear. And the the lore is that whoever carries that spear and holds holds their armies in front of it shall win any war. It was like one of those yeah. kind of things, yep. which is very indicative of things like the spear of Leonidas or the spear of Odin, which is a common theme I've found in this podcast. The same, the different stories saying the same shit. Yeah. Talking about the same thing. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, I just thought it would be fun to kind of throw that out there. I did not know that fucking Nazis were out looking for Thor's hammer. You that's know? so cool. And that's yeah. so like, that fits right into like the Nazi zombie like yes. lore of them being these like mystic occultists just on a hunt for anything of of um you know value mystically. Yeah. Yep. I think that's very, very compelling. Um yeah, their beliefs were pretty weird. I'm not gonna lie. They they believed that they were descendants, which is another common theme you hear from people like the Jewish faith. It's funny yeah. because Hitler is saying the same thing that the Jews were saying, opposite. He's saying, yeah. no, we're the chosen people. We're the ones that were bred from the gods. And then our right. bloodlines were mudded, which is exactly what the Jewish faith says about these yep. ancient tribes, is that they were direct descendants of God. Yep. But, um, oh shit, where was I going? Just um, how interesting it is that all these elites think that they are descendants of oh yes yes like, just the yeah the whole belief itself so they were the descendants of these like ancient alien creatures yeah that because they got bred with people like um they claim the jews or yeah the lesser people that's what they claim youtube that's not my opinion right uh, <laughs> um but so they that's why he has such beef with the jewish people is because he believes that they're a parasite on the divine bloodline and that if you get rid of the impure and then only breed the pure within like four or five generations you have only divine left yeah you know and we start to gain powers they believed we had these powers that we were clairvoyant and we had telepathy and this is something that you hear from um atlantean mythology and lore yeah. is that these people could speak telepathically and I think that's very like it's it fits right into the story. And so oh, totally. it seems pretty feasible, you know? Yeah. Dude, can you hear my dog squeaking back there? She's going ham on a squeaky toy. It's Sorry okay. for the folks at home if you can it's hear. All right. I only heard just like the littlest faint of like one of them. <laughs> it's not a problem. Okay, good. Um Yeah, crazy shit, man. Not to mention, uh, it's been talked about so much, but I think it would just be fun to reiterate that Hitler did not <laughs> like, let's make that a whole new slogan. Hitler didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hashtag Hitler didn't kill himself. If people didn't know, um, they finally got like the CIA finally released documents on like the body. Mm -hmm. They finally were able to take samples and stuff. And the, body and the skull it was the head it was what, what it really was was the head of hitler they did tests on it and it ended up being the head of a, a middle-aged woman mm -hmm. yeah, it, was it wasn't woman. even him it wasn't even yeah. a man yeah well there's the common 
I would I wouldn't even call it a theory. I think it's just an understanding that a lot of German population, whether you want to believe Hitler was involved or not, an incredible population of Germans moved to South America. Oh yeah, Argentina. Oh yeah, and set up shop. So I don't know what that tells you, but yeah, we also cool. we also cherry picked the good ones and brought them here. Well, I mean that's <laughs> just good business, as we've talked about multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's just like a good checkers player, dude. You get to the end of the board and you take a little piece of your player's pie. Yeah, All right. give me those best ones. Yep. You know, um, and come on, how we wouldn't have gotten to the moon otherwise, Avery. Right. Come on, we needed them. <laughs> um, have you seen uh, have you seen uh, conspiracy for the the director and writer of The Shining, Kubrick? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard the, a couple. Um, Which one? Okay, so in the movie The Shining, there's all kinds of subliminal messages related to Apollo 11. Yeah. And yeah, so I've heard that he was tasked with filming the Apollo 11 space mission. Okay, okay. So that's exactly what I'm getting at is people think that he actually filmed and directed the whole moon landing scene. Yeah, and then he kind of throws you Easter eggs with like the kid wearing the – the spaceship yeah, shirt. The shirt. It reaches the room numbers over and over again with like yeah. the exact uh, mileage to the moon. Two three seven, I think it is. Two hundred and thirty seven thousand or million See, or whatever. Compelling. Yeah. It's compelling. But it's also it's a stretch. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, a it's just a, a fun one. I'm but just throwing it out there. There's a lot of fun conspiracies about Kubrick as well that he um like was trying to put out these messages from yeah. the the deep state or whatever this cabal of people he was trying to put their messages out through his movies through things like 2001 a space odyssey yeah. where he talks about you know um you know there's the first scene with the obelisk and it talks about the the you know intelligence being seated onto earth by an alien yep and it just touches on all these different ideas ai with how all this like super cool shit. That, and then well, how about how about one of his later movies, the Secret Society one? Eyes wide shut. Eyes yeah. wide shut. That's yep. the one. Yeah. Well, he died right after that. Right after that. Right after that movie. And a, a um, what the hell? What the word I'm looking for? Um, either way, he filmed a really long orgy scene at the end that like kind of blew the top on everything they're doing in these secret Hollywood parties. Yeah. And he got after he died it got like whittled down to like yeah. probably the bones that they were like okay yeah you can show this yeah and i was just i would love to see that full scene it, yeah folks that haven't seen the movie i don't want to give too many spoilers but it's essentially about this guy who infiltrates uh like a secret society that use sex magic yeah with like satanic or like orgy rituals i guess yeah totally good movie scary Super scary. It's freaky. If if secret societies scare you, it's a terrifying movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you guys should watch it though. This guy, oh, yeah. Isaac Weishaupt, that I listen to, um, he does. Uh, what the hell is the name of it? Unpopular culture and conspiracy theories. I think is what they call it, or occult yeah. symbolism and conspiracy theories. Um, and it's a podcast I listen to, and he's also written a bunch of books. And he wrote a book called Kubrick's Code, and it's. I haven't read it, but from what he talks about and the kind of expertise that he has about the symbolism that Kubrick was putting in to all of his movies 
Um, and Stanley Kubrick did A Clockwork Orange as well, which is an adrenochrome movie. Oh, like, shit. He was dropping all sorts of movies with this yeah. kind of stuff in there. Um, yeah. I need Super to watch. awesome. I need to have like a Kubrick marathon movie night. Hell yeah. Are you playing Rocket League right now, bro? <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. On the last interview, I just I look over and I see like there was like lights flashing yeah. on your face. And there, it was like blue, green, red yellow what green blue, red and i was like and then your eyes like it you were probably just like reading something but yeah. it looked like you were like darting around and i in my head i was like oh my god this is hilarious <laughs> out here playing rocket while we're on the video this is a little quick rocket sesh <laughs> i was like hell yeah dude if you could fucking you can manage to do both at the same time good on you <laughs> <laughs> oh lord i oh, uh funny. It's cool that you said um, that the spear is also attributed to attributed to like Leonidas's spear. Mm-hmm. I just recently listened to an, another deep dive on that battle. I'm gonna butcher the name again. I'm so sorry. I'm horrible with it. But the battle of three, the three hundred Spartans was the battle of Thermo Thermopline, Thermoplane, something like that. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And so it was true that Leonidas um, did not get the blessing from the Oracle to go to war. And therefore, he just took 300 of his best soldiers. And to go die. Bas- yeah, basically said, we're going to go on patrol to the hot gates, you know. But the only part that wasn't true about that movie is, um, well, not the only part, many things, but it wasn't actually just 300 spartan men on his on his 200 mile march to the hot gates he picked up about 7000 other greek soldiers that were willing to fight badass and they held off for 3 days i love how and they it, chalk it up like it was only 300 dudes yeah imagine they against, stuck to that story they're like that sounds way better yeah yeah if they, ask, if they ask tell them about the greeks yeah we don't yeah, have yeah. to put that in the headline <laughs> <laughs> Against, you know, half a million Persians or whatever, but... Which is crazy. That was Ramses, right? That was the king. Xerxes. Xerxes. Yeah. That's such a cool name. It is. The way it's spelled, too, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, He's a badass. For folks that haven't seen that movie, you got to watch that movie. Yeah. It's almost done in, like, a cartoon or, like, a comic book gore fashion. Yep. Incredible. Yep. Exactly. So yeah. The, the the director is what makes that movie so good. Yeah. So good. Um, but yeah, they held off for three days and then they ended up getting flanked. But that battle right there inspired the rest of Greece to fight back against Persia. So Leonidas was like a golden beacon of hope, you know? Yeah. I love that story so much, dude. Me too. Me too. It's one of the greatest stories of like of um heroism. Yeah, and valiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing up with courage in the face of your own death. You know you're gonna die. There's literally yeah. no chance you make it alive. You know, it's like it's like you're getting in the ring with Mike Tyson. It's like, yeah, how long can I survive? Right. Not am I gonna win? Yeah. You know, can I not die? Yeah. Is that possible? Can, can you show, can you at least show that Mike Tyson bleeds? You yes, know? which is what they did. That's yeah. what they did to the Persian army. Yep. Um, I love it. I love shit like that, dude. All movies like that that have like a an epic show of triumph where you die for something. That shit gets mm-hmm. me going, dude. Me too. 
Probably got a little bit of that Valhalla in me, you know? Oh, I know for sure I've got some Viking blood in me. Yeah. I know it for sure. Got to die in battle. Yeah, battle calls to me, but yeah. we're in 2023, so I just get on Facebook and become a, <laughs> a keyboard <laughs> warrior. <laughs> Twitter fingers, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, really quick before we get off the subject to these guys. Yeah. Um, would you rather be ruled by the Romans or the Persians? Like, say you were like a, a third party country and you're getting conquered. Uh, it's just a really tough call. You know, for the Romans, if you were upper class, you lived really well. Yeah. And you could party your ass off and engage in all kinds of heinous acts. <laughs> So if you're higher class ruled under the Roman, you might be okay. But for the Persians, I guess it's kind of the same thing, but there was mostly slaves for Persia. Yeah. If you were conquered, you were a slave. Unless, of course, you were higher class and Xerxes would offer you, you know, you get to keep ruling and do whatever as long as you bow down to me. Exactly. So that would would be okay. They would keep your religion installed. They wouldn't force any sort of. Like they yeah. wouldn't force any lifestyle on you. They'd say, hey, you just – there's a tax now, and this is my land. Yeah. Yeah, so for the middle class, under those circumstances, either way, I guess you're kind of okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're lower, you're fucked either way. That's a good point. Yeah. That's so I don't know. Point. I guess I would have to – for me to actually decide that, I'd have to really look at who's actually leading it. <laughs> you think that's why poor people don't care who the president are you? is? Yeah. They're like <laughs> they're like, well they're fucked. I'm poor either way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's me, folks. It's it's me. I'm the poor one. I don't <laughs> care who's president. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, it's funny um, stuff. Yeah. Well, well, back to the Nazis. Because I've got some good shit about the Nazis. Um Yeah, sir. And just about like the occult ties that they have. Um we were talking about Heinrich Himmler and there was also this man, his name was Rudolf Hess. And they were like, Rudolf Hess was like essentially like a Crowley character. He was an occultist, very high up in these different orders. Um, really knew what he was doing with the occult. And I, I would say he was one of the big driving forces for all the occult nature of what the Nazi party was doing. Damn. Um, but it's cool because there was this guy, um, I need to pull up his name because it's German and I can't say it right. Right. That was my problem too. Yeah, I got to get it pulled up so I can sound it out like a third grader. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Lons von Lieben. Yeah. You yep. know who I'm talking about? Yep. So this dude, um, he was like, he was doing his work before the Nazi party even really became a thing. He was doing shit in like the 1890s. Um, he was born in Austria and when he was like 19 or so, he joined a monastery and apparently like the next year he had reached enlightenment, which is sick, man. I want to go to that monastery. Yeah. It sounds like they got the, the G pass fast track. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hustler universities of enlightenment, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but so he says he reached enlightenment when he discovered the grave of a Knights Templar, oddly enough. And so he created the order of the new Templars. And wow. 
yeah, started doing his own Templar work and shit. That's and insane. He probably fucking cool? he probably like took the sword out of their hand. You know how they're buried like this? Oh, probably like touched the sword and was like zapped in or something. With it. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even think like that. Right. Um, what was the word I'm looking for here? But yeah, he he was the one who developed these ideas of blonde blue Aryanism and lower races. Damn. From my knowledge, he's like one of yeah. the earliest proponents of this, who actually was writing it down and talking about this kind of shit. But he he published this thing called the Biblical Man Animal, which is a journal on biblical studies talking about um lower races. Damn. And talking about like making a separation between what they called uh, the oh, what the hell did they call them? They used a, a weird word. It was theosa and anthroposa, pozoa, yeah. and that just means like god men and ape men. And he was making this distinction that these Aryans are these god men. This is the god blood or the um. Ubermensch or supermensch? Yeah. You ever yeah, heard yeah. that that phrase? Yep. That's what they were searching for, and that's what they believed these, you know, Teozoas to be. Damn, these magic people. And so he starts come, and this is these are all ideas that he comes to after going to this monastery in Austria. And um, it's just so interesting. I wonder who the hell put that idea in his head, because. Or maybe he had that idea by himself. That's another thing you always wonder. Like, did somebody whisper in his ear and he right. like amalgamated these different opinions? Or was it just like Einstein where he's showering and he fucking thinks of the theory of relativity? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, God, that stuff is so crazy deep yeah. and insane, dude. There's stuff, there's stuff out there that I've seen where some of the – I think Hitler himself and some of them believed that um, black people were um, like fallen angels. Mm-hmm. Like that's why they're like tainted people or some yeah horrible theory, but and and I've seen some crazy of, of shit about angels, it. yeah, yeah, and that fits right into the like the the idea of there being ape men and god yeah. men, yeah, and the god men are the the people that were native to this planet, I'm sure, or like I don't even know what they believe about that if they were aliens I or I don't know, it's very interesting, but. As I was saying before, he started this thing called the like the new temple, like the new order of the temple Damn. for like Templars, you know, yeah. and it's very interesting, goes super deep into this idea. He writes this book called Theozoologia, which yeah. just breaks it down about these godmen. Um, I'm going to butcher the shit out of this German name on the podcast live. Go for, for it. Go for it. Theozoologia oder die Kunde von den Sodoms Afflingen und dem Gotter Elektron. Sounded like you kind of knew what you were doing. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a German deep state, baby. <laughs> uh, Avery's handler. Yep. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, But. Yeah, he based in this book he breaks down the idea that there were these godlike creatures that ended up mating with these animal-like women creatures mm. and 
because I guess they were sexy, bro. They had that ass on top. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so they started hooking up with them as any gentleman would. Damn. And we thought earth girls were easy. <laughs> you should try that ape ass. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's some forbidden fruit I don't want to taste, bro. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good on it. But then, so he starts the Order of the New Templars. And he, this is interesting because in the Order of the New Templars, they were actually the first to use the swastika in relation to this blue blonde Arianism ideal. They were using the right-facing swastika. So it's it's mirrored, but it's the same thing. And they would use that in their, you know, order rituals and whatnot to symbolize for different things. And um, I just thought that was interesting that the idea of using the swastika probably got co-opted from this new order or like the order of the new Templars. Yeah. Um, very compelling stuff. Hell yeah. Very compelling stuff. But this, this idea that he created, theozoology, which just meant that there were God creatures, which is, it's a weird word to use. It's like they're, you know, right. you think of zoology, you think of like, you know, a zoo with different animals. And, and this just gives the idea that this is another specific species, you know, or yeah. lineage of species. Um, but this idea forms into, I can't remember what the full name of it is, or if I'm, if it's pronounced like this, but it's theozoism essentially. Okay. It's yeah. The belief of that. And then there was, um, uh, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to butcher it for the podcast peoples. But essentially, there was a religion that got created from this idea, and it spread across through Germany and, and Bavaria and Austria, these countries that were all right in this Middle Eastern block, you know, or like Middle Damn. Eastern Europe block. Yeah. And then the gentleman who Adolf Hitler shared a prison cell with while he wrote Mein Kampf was yeah. a big proponent of this religion. Wow. And so it, it it's there's almost a clear line from this dude uh von Liebensfels and Hitler creating Mein Kampf and that this idea was seeded because of this. Wow, dude. Isn't that cool? And so that guy must have tapped into something that many, many cultures around the world also tapped into because you see you see human animal hybrids in religion yeah. from Egypt to Hinduism to all kinds of stuff. Yes. But they're all tapping into something with that. And I think a lot of them, you know, are influenced by the previous one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Cause it says that in this article I was reading, it talks about how he was influenced by um, it was, it looked like Egyptian had like an eagle head with man probably, body. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, he was saying that he was comparing his idea to these Eastern traditions that he was seeing that were pretty close to where he was at, meaning like Babylonian, um, uh, Hindu, all of these religions, Egyptian. They all have these hybrids, Roman even with the the Minotaur, yeah, you know, um, and the centaur I think is a like a yeah. Roman idea. 
um, it's just so compelling that these kind of ideas seem to pop up in different places organically, like the yeah. downloads into somebody. And yeah. then they, they put this idea on paper and like a religion sprouts from it. It's so yeah. weird. I know. And it's weird how that happens like that, but it's God. It's even more compelling to think that because everybody attributes all of the malice of world war two to Hitler himself. Yeah. And I think that Hitler was somebody who was really, first of all, really good at talking and really good at avoiding getting killed. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's why he was in the position he was in for so long. But I think it was his whole cabinet running shit, just like our U.S. president. It's the same thing. <laughs> just sort of like what we see now. Yeah. Just like what's going on everywhere else. No, it's that's fire, thing. dude. That was yeah, fire right there. Thank you. I like that a lot. Yeah. 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 I thought that was some very compelling stuff. I wonder what they would have made their, you know, main, what would you even call it? Their mascot. What would a German super or God animal be? Mm. <laughs> Probably like the avatar people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just white, not blue. Just a white, <laughs> blonde haired, blue eyed avatar person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it from this dude. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch more, but I don't want to like, I don't want to get preachy with it. Right, right. I think it's very interesting stuff. And it's easy to draw the connection quick that these seemingly occult ideas learned in a in a monastery, or you could call it a mystery school. Yeah, it's just in a different spot, so it's not called a mystery school. But that's what a right. monastery is. It's what they do. They work on occult practices. They're trying to touch into magic. Yeah. You know, damn, bro. Well, that gives me an idea. We should get into soon. We should get into an episode on like deep diving on where did all these legends actually come from when it comes to like, I don't know, maybe the Kraken of the sea Ooh. or, you know, I think I'm it'd be down. fun to get into that. We kinda. should each like, we should each like pick two or three yeah. and yeah, we'll, yeah. Di we'll deep dive and then tell each other on the podcast. Yeah. That would be sick. That'd be fun, bro. Yeah, I've been playing be a lot of, of Sea of Thieves lately. Nice I'm in my pirate mode. Oh, that game is so addicting, but it's yeah. so frustrating until you get going. It really is because it takes hours to get a good stack of loot on your ship, and then yep. you can just get sunk in an instant. Oh, I know it. Six hours of your life for nothing. You literally, know? <laughs> literally nothing. I've rage quit that game more times than any other game. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you rage quit and you got to start again. You're like, fuck. You honestly, you probably just need the fucking boys. Yes, it's probably one of those kind of things. Absolutely. Ah, uh, well, I love it. That sounds like a great idea. I think we should. That'd be fun. For that. Yeah, that'll be good, man. That'll be good. Shit, man. You gonna go play pool? Yep. It might be about that time. I gotta go show these old people how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> you still, you still climbing? Still working um, for that Vegas spot? Oh, of course. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. We're not doing well this session right now. We're only yeah. like we're in like fifth place right now. So Okay. I don't think we'll even get wild card. We'll see. We'll see. The playoffs. Yeah, they work Keep a little grinding. difficult. If we do well tonight, tonight's the last week of the regular season. So if we do well tonight and we blow our opponents out of the water, might have a fighting chance of getting onto that wild card to fight for the fourth spot. Well, shit, dude, pop an Adderall or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go do a spell. 
I'm gonna go channel Heinrich Himmler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good lord. Geometry. I love it. I love it. I might <laughs> probably just do some mushrooms. That works better than an Adderall. There you go. Yeah. I like the fucking geometry on the table. You're just tapped in. Yeah. It's like uh, I have night vision, but it's light out. That's Weird. awesome. Weird. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. Uh, if you don't have anything else, I think it's nice to kind of keep it short and simple. Yeah, that sounds the good. The viewers to me. will appreciate a shorter one, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Condensed, <laughs> packaged in. You don't have to hear us rant like retards. Yeah. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> well, we said it. We said it. it. We, said it. Uh, <laughs> we did it, but it was said 150 times last we episode. Said, so, well, I have. I said it at least once. <laughs> Dude, it's just fun. Once that, once the seal is broken, as yeah. you will, it's fun yeah. to say. Oh yeah. Um, and it pisses me off that that word's been co-opted. It pisses me off. That's a, just a huge issue in general. You can't you can't attack freedom of speech. Well, and it's even if it hurts police. people's uh, feel, feelings, you know. Yeah, it's thought police essentially yeah. what it is, and that that gets really 1984 really quick. Yes, it's Orwellian very fast. You can't thought police. Yeah, kind of like how we talked about last time. Like how you you're not going to tell me what I mean by it. No, I just mean exactly. you're being stupid correct i'm not saying i'm making fun of you because you're disabled that's horrible oh no yeah that's exactly (laughs) one like any reasonable any person that's not stupid wouldn't say something like that they know what they're doing when they're using this kind of word yes yes (sighs) hate that we have to sit the folks down on our knee and explain to them like children yeah dude (laughs) but well man it's crazy we're at uh 21 man before you know it we're gonna be at 100 i know it i know it'd be crazy we'll have to like switch up our theme song yeah. and like get a new cover like it's a new season yeah just grow baby i love it Hell i love yeah. it i just got the rss feed um like account made today and so okay. we're gonna be switching over to rss.com we've been hosted with anchor for 20 episodes and uh we're not seeing the kind of growth that we would like so yeah, we're gonna go over to RSS, see what kind of opportunities they have for growth, see if we can maybe get some ads rolling. Oh yeah, I think that'll be nice. Um, for the folks that are still listening, God bless you, and uh, go to the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon.com/slash Live from the Leyline. It's that easy, ladies and gentlemen, and yeah. you get a sticker. There's no exclusive content right now because at the end of the day, with the dreaded day job, producing this podcast is enough. And I think especially if we get to a weekly basis with this, there's going to be no time for me to be making extra videos and content, editing all of it. It's unfeasible. Maybe I'll do like little pop-ins on my phone, but it's not going to be stuff like this, you know? Yeah. Um, Shit. um, One of us just got to hit the lottery and then we'll make content all day. Amen. (laughs) Amen. For ladies and gentlemen that want to send us lottery tickets, um, yeah. I'm not going to give out my address. Uh, <laughs> you can text me. <laughs> text them. Uh, if you want to give me lottery, text me. If you don't have my number, you don't know me well enough to give me lottery. Yeah. That's what it is, baby. Love All it. right. That's All right, it. yo. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Avery, I love you. Thank you. Love you, bro. Peace. Peace.